0: The podcast where you talk about all things music.
1: Well, the things we care about.
0: Right, which is mainly metal music and live music. Mm-hmm. I'm On Your hosts, Brian, joined by my other host, Karen. Karen, what is today's topic going to be?
1: We're going to talk about Disturbed at Tinley
0: Park. Yeah, this was Disturbed, part of their Take Back Your Life tour. Uh, we saw them with Breaking Benjamin and Ginger. I think this was a Choose Your Own Adventure type show where certain shows got different yeah, headliners. I think,
1: I think so, yeah. Not headliners, but. Yeah, yeah, different it's, openers. Supporting acts, yeah.
0: Um, as you said, this was at Tinley Park at Credit Union 1 Amphitheater. It used to be Hollywood Casino or something like that. It's changed names yeah, a few times.
1: Three times since we've lived here, it's changed names. So.
0: Yeah. Um, tickets were one forty nine fifty, and fees $29.60 with a tax of $10.13. Um, one forty nine fifty, so 150 basically for the tickets. That was for the pit yes. tickets, yeah, we did pit this time. This yeah. was our first time doing pit. it was, yeah, we've done other shows out there before. We've done the balcony first, right, where you get like the little boxes, yep, um, the lawn, well, the lawn we did the seats, then the lawn, yeah, we, were, we
1: saw one we saw in flames,
0: I think. I can't Sorry, we seen a lot of shows. I can't remember who it was, but um, yeah.
1: But yeah, so we saw the opener for Five Finger Death Punch, whoever that was, um, in the seats. But then I didn't like it at all, so we went to the lawn for The Who and Five Finger.
0: Yeah, we, we saw the remainder of the show out there on the lawn. Yep. So we've essentially seen everything but The Pit before this show yes, Yep. at, at Tinley Park. Um. We we don't like Tinley Park. No uh it's what what is it that you don't like about it so i
1: don't like the jaunt out there the drive it it takes a long time to get out there for us i mean we're on the east side of chicago so it takes a long time to get out there if you're in the suburbs i'm sure it's wonderful compared to coming into the city um and then also i've never had a good viewing experience from for the show i think the best before this show was probably Ramstein, and that still wasn't 100% 100% great because we had really, really tall guys get the seats in front of us in the box.
0: Because the box isn't like a GA. You get it's like two or three rows and you have a certain assigned yeah. seat. And the guys in front of us were taller and standing yeah. up. So we and they really stood up see. the whole time. Yeah. So
1: And then I tried to stand on the seat. I think I got in trouble. I think oh. I kind of remember that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, w- I, we just haven't had a really good uh, viewing experience out there so far. And also just the... Problems we've had getting out there, and the j- now that we own a car, the drive out there and everything—it's just not the best.
0: Yeah, that first time we saw Ramstein, we we took the metro out. Think we could take the metro back in after. Yeah. But we had missed the last train back into the city, so yeah. we had to do like a hundred dollar Uber yep. back in, which was kind of a bullshit thing. But whatever.
1: Yeah, that was our fault though. I mean, for not knowing this guy. But I don't think I would have wanted to leave Ramstein early either to get back to the train. Yeah, so. for sure, definitely not.
0: Yeah. Um. This time yeah. around, though, we went up early. We went to Sound Growler. yeah. yeah. Uh, I love that brewery. We've yeah. been there a few times for a few shows that they host at their venue. Yeah, yeah. Uh, their venue being the brewery. This is the first
1: time we went there just for the brewery, though.
0: It is, yes. Yeah. Uh, we've talked about, they have a Costco up there, so we talked about, like, taking Costco runs. So we usually go out to Schaumburg, and then we go to Kuma's, like we make a day out of it type thing. Yeah, yeah.
1: We do. Our Costco runs turn into a day adventure.
0: Yeah, so we talked about making this our new... Costco because of Soundgrowler. Yeah. Um, So I I think we'll do that, but I I enjoy Soundgrowler a lot. Yeah, me too. Um, I wish
1: it was here in the city so that we could. I do too. That's
0: my one complaint is that it it does take a while to get out. Because they have a lot
1: of events too. They do. They have like uh, metal yoga. Um, They just did a tie-dye or shirt tie-dye thing. Yep. Um, I don't know. They're going to do for Dia de los
0: Moratos. They're going to do Sugar Skulls, I believe. Yeah.
1: Yeah. They do a Um, lot of art things or art shows or art fairs and stuff. yeah. 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 So. I don't know. They just have a lot of stuff going on all the time and we don't get to partake because yeah. we're busy or we're, we can't add two hours of driving out there.
0: Exactly. So, I mean, that's the one complaint I have about Soundgreller, the only one really. But we decided this time, all right, we're going to go up early. We're going to try to avoid the traffic because it, this was a weeknight too. It was a Wednesday night? It was a Wednesday night, yeah. So getting there after work could be a pain in the ass. So we left work early, drove out there. Um, had a few beers at Sound Growler, got some food at Sound Growler Growler too, and then went over to the venue. Yeah. Um, I kind of liked this approach that if we ever go back out there again for whatever reason uh, for a show, I would definitely do the Sound Growler first.
1: Oh, me too, yeah, and give ourselves extra time. Um, Obviously, like you said, we left work early. That's not always available, but (laughs) that day it was, so it kind of worked out. But, yeah, um, if we have to go back out there again, which – I'm sure next summer we'll probably have to because bands book out there. But yeah, I think we would do that, like make a little bit more of a trip out of it.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, And there were a lot of other uh, people going yeah. to the show that were popping in for a beer or so and then heading out. We yeah. saw a group of guys come in. They talked to you yeah. about your shirt. And then <laughs> they we saw them. I had
1: a shirt on. And so they asked if I was going to the show. And I'm like, no. <laughs> Just joking with them, but um, and we saw them later.
0: Yeah, they uh, were like pulling in the same time we did. They yeah. left early. They must have gone to another brewery. Yeah, they or must have went somewhere or went got food there. or something. Yeah. yeah,
1: Who knows what they did.
0: But yeah, uh, saw them again and a few other people in there. So it was it was a good time before the show for sure.
1: Yeah, it made it more relaxing and enjoyable than the whole. Okay, we got to get through traffic. We got to get out here. We got to. You know, do our whole thing, get parked, get yep. into the show before it starts. Like it just helps. And it's
0: really not that far from the venue either. No, it's quick drive no, it over. That was like fifteen minutes, maybe. Yeah. yeah, it wasn't bad. Also, definitely cheaper than the the twenty dollars you're paying for booze in the in the stadium for sure. So, go there ahead of time and have a few drinks. So then we get to the venue. We've we've already done an episode, like you said, Five Finger. We did an episode yeah. on that, um, where we talk about the venue. Uh, quickly touching on it again, I really like the infrastructure of this of this venue, where when you walk in outside of the seating and viewing area, it's well built. There's actual restrooms yes. um, for the men, there's troughs, so whatever. It's I a mean, the women's, stadium. is just a normal women's right. restroom. But at yeah. least it's like not porta-potties and yeah, shit, right? Yeah, that's true, that's
1: true. There are porta-potties up in the lawn. There are, yeah. Um, but, I mean, I think I would rather just walk down I down would, too. Hill. I'd
0: rather walk down, too, for sure. Yeah. Um, then... Many, many food and drink vendors, yes. booths around, not vendors, but they're all owned probably by Live Nation, but well-built, and then dude, there's just a lot going on down there. I really yeah. like this infrastructure and how it's set up, and you're not waiting in line too long for stuff. If you are, that's your choice, but like, it, it's good. There's a lot of options to go to, and then they have a few VIP um, lounge bar areas, too, yes. yeah. that we've used once in the past. Before it was really built out, or the very first time we went up there, it definitely was not built out like this. Yeah, I
1: don't remember it being how it is now, where, like, that was the only place to find shade that day. That's what I remember. Yeah. And now it seems like there would be a lot more, just because there's so many buildings and stuff, you could, like, get yeah. where you need to go, sort of
0: thing. Yeah, I don't know. I The infrastructure standpoint, out, outside of the viewing area, I really enjoy. Yeah. It's, I think it's well-built and well-designed, so I do appreciate that when we go there. Yeah,
1: yeah, that is a plus Definitely.
0: Uh, we didn't talk about parking when we w- went in, but we paid for the parking. The last time we went out for Five Finger, we didn't have parking, but they were saying it was like a hundred bucks at the door. So,
1: I figured that out this time because I read the sign better. Okay. So, the hundred dollars is for front row parking.
0: Gotcha. Okay.
1: Which, I'm sorry, I don't think it's worth hundred dollars to be front row. <laughs> we ended up paying forty dollars for the. Premier parking, I
0: believe so. I put that on here. I yeah, think. I think it was. Yeah, yeah forty yeah. bucks for the yeah. add-on parking.
1: Yeah, and so we had the premier parking, which we got the front row of that again, like we did for Five Finger,
0: which is really nice when you're leaving. It just, is really nice just to leave. Scoop on out. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, but I believe, like last time we did when we did the Five Finger thing, I was like, oh, I think it's a hundred dollars at the gate if you want to park. Um, otherwise, I don't know what the other parking lots are, but there was a free parking lot.
0: Yeah, so we didn't actually have to pay for the parking. No. I always thought, yeah, because we went out to Five Finger, was you had to buy the parking pass or pay the hundred bucks at the door. Yeah. Not realizing there's a free option. We really didn't also. know what we were doing. Yeah.
1: Because yeah. at first, he had the row blocked off where you had to go to the free parking. And then I'm like, we have premium parking. And then he's like, oh. And then, like, kind of waved us forward or whatever. But I'm like, now if we go out there again, probably just do the free parking.
0: Which was another reason I hated this venue, was. Because I thought you had to pay for parking. Yeah. And it's out in the middle of nowhere almost. Yeah. It's, there's not a good walking. Like no. there's no sidewalk. There's
1: people who do walk, but it's like, like three miles it. back to town.
0: Yeah. Because, I mean, when we went out there for Rammstein, we yeah. took the metro out and we we're going to walk from there. And it was like a three mile yeah. walk from the metro to the yeah. venue. But
1: there's no sidewalk.
0: No sidewalk. We ended up getting an Uber and we saw that as we were going. Yeah. like, oh, shit, there is no sidewalk. Yeah. So you're walking on the road. Which, whatever, we've done it before. It's not,
1: it's okay going there because it's still light out but coming back it's dark and i think that'd be for
0: sure with people drinking and shit yeah yeah yeah. um
1: that's one thing having it out there in the middle of nowhere with people drinking that's probably not
0: we did see an accident on the way home
1: yeah uh a rear end which you're
0: in a slow moving line of cars how does that happen Yeah, i don't know i think it's
1: for you not paying attention hopefully not hopefully they weren't drinking i don't know
0: yeah, I don't know but either.
1: I saw a lot of people where I'm like, I hope you have a person driving who's not been drinking.
0: Um, uh,
1: but that can be said for a lot of venues and a sure, lot of places. For sure, for so. sure.
0: But I mean, a lot of the ones here in the city, we just hop on the Metro yeah. or the, the L, L and then yeah. come on home. So yeah. not that bad, really. Yeah. Like, I've been on the L drunk several, several times, more than I should. Um, And there's so many other people who are too. So. Yeah. But you're not driving, so whatever, it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, or maybe not fine, but whatever. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just be responsible. Yeah. So I don't know what we're talking about. Parking, I think. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's a, Um. So, yeah, that was one thing I hated about this venue, too, was like, all right, not a good way to get out here if you're not driving. So you're obviously going to be driving here, and now you're charging me to park for this. Like, I always thought you had to pay for it yeah, no matter where you went. Me, too. Um, and that was another reason I hated this venue. But knowing now that there is a free lot as well, all right, that's a little bit better. Yeah. It's, it helps out for sure. Yeah.
1: Next summer we'll definitely be utilizing that. And even if it takes us longer to get out, it might be worth the 40 bucks. Yep. I don't know.
0: Um, But yeah, I guess enough about the venue sort of. Let's get into the pit. This is our first time there. Yeah. We yeah. worked our way down to the pit area. You had said ahead of time, like, this is going to be small. The pit is small. Yeah.
1: Yeah. First before getting to the pit, that was a jaunt as well. A journey. A journey, because it was like, oh, you had to go through this one person, and then they were like, oh, you don't have a wristband, so then we had to go back out, get a wristband, come back in, and then they're like, oh, you can't come through this gate or this walkway. You have to go through this walkway. And I don't know. It was just – I felt like it could have been – I mean, you're scanning your ticket at the gate. Have wristbands there. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah. I. I mean – I get that, but then you're slowing down that part of the line where if you get there people... There was no line. Not at this show, right? When we got in, there yep. was no line. Well, all right. The gate we went in, there was no line. Right. When we went to the other side, it looked like there may have been there a line. There may have been, yeah. Because there were a lot more people on that side of yeah. the roof. Which but, might have been where the free parking lots were, too. Maybe, maybe.
1: But, I mean, I guess it is just... It was a frustration that it seemed like one person had one job and they really didn't know where to go to get the wristbands or, like, what to do or... You know, it was like they knew a little bit, but not everything.
0: And Yeah, I, I understand why it's set up this way. It's all for, like, moving the crowd around oh, sure. and making sure. Oh, like,
1: sure. It's just frustrating.
0: No, it is, yeah. Um, but, again, if we went out there more and more and more and more, we would yeah. learn that. And the one time we went through this frustration, the next time we do it, we already know where to go. We know what to do, yeah. we know what the process is, and the next time and the next time. But that is a good call for people who haven't been there for sure. Like, you're going to get through the gate, and there's going to be, as you walk in, there's going to be little tables, at least this time there were, with people scanning your wristband or your ticket again to give you the wristbands to get right. into the pit.
1: Right. Yeah. And then you have to find the right walkway to get down to the pit because it's not every walkway.
0: Yeah. It's not every walkway. I, that part I felt was fine. It was getting the wristband and getting back in. But once you got in, it was like, no, you can't come through here. You have to go one over. Then you're going to go down and turn right because the pit is small and there's only like the two entrances yeah. type thing. Yeah. And when we left in between acts there was one guy who's like, This isn't an entrance, just so you know, once the music starts, you need to come this way. But if it's not like if the act hasn't started, I'll let you in through here. Yeah. So there's one one guy we found who was like super cool about it. Yeah. He's like, Yeah, this isn't a way in, but the door's right there. Yeah. You can
1: go in. Yeah, like it's not that big of a deal. Yeah. Anyways. But that was just something I wanted to say before. Yeah, you know, yeah. I, I think know. it's a good
0: call out. And I I, yeah. I I understand your frustration, I do, but I think I do think if we went out here more and more, we would understand that better.
1: Yeah. No, no, I, I get that too because now next time we'll be like, oh, if we have pit tickets, it'll be like, oh, we have to go yeah. get our wristband to do it.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, but we did end up getting down into the pit finally. And I I didn't think it was going to be as small as you thought it was going to be. It was smaller than I thought it was going to be, but I think larger than you thought it was going to be. No, it was
1: about the same size as I thought it was going to be. Did it? Okay. I guess in my head,
0: I thought you thought it was going to be a lot smaller than it was. No, it's
1: like 10 people deep. It's not very deep. Or it's like 15
0: people deep. I think that's a good number. 10 to 15 people deep from the back of the pit to the stage.
1: Yeah, it's not very big. It was bigger than Rockfest, I think.
0: For sure. It was probably double the size of Rockfest, I would say, with... The difference of Rockfest you had the the catwalks that yeah. went over the pit. Yeah. This didn't have that. Yeah. Um But yeah, like I said, smaller than I thought it was going to be, but larger than I thought you thought it was going to be. <laughs> Kinda weird. Um but it was it was a decent size. It wasn't tiny by any means, but it wasn't large, I guess, is what I'm trying yeah. to say. I enjoyed it. I thought it was really cool. I thought I it was really it intimate. Too. Yeah. Um like when we got in, you were we were two people, three people back from the rail, basically, yeah. for Ginger. Um, I don't know. I thought it was really cool.
1: I like it. I actually really enjoy it. I mean, this is probably the best experience we've had at Tinley Park. Um, and I really liked it because when you are in the pit, it, it's not like an incline by any means, but you're up just enough. There's a little bit of incline because it's an amphitheater. So, But it's just enough of an incline that like, no matter where I stood, I was a little bit taller than the person in front of me. Does that make sense? Like,
0: yeah, or you could see it a little bit better than you would have if it was flat.
1: Yeah, if it's flat. And I only so we actually saw quite a few shows. This was like a week and a half ago, and we've seen a couple shows since then. And I really noticed how that little Teen tiny incline really helps, because like the next night we saw Corey Taylor, and it's all flat. That didn't
0: have an incline. I don't
1: think so. I thought I had it had a little. I bit. I didn't feel an incline. Okay, at all. maybe not. But and I could really tell like if you're even the same height or a little bit shorter than the person, you really can't see as much. Yeah. So I really enjoyed that. And also I enjoy that when you're close to the stage, like you don't have to worry about those screens because mm-hmm. that was a big thing for Five Fingers. Like we basically watched the screen um, where you don't have to worry about that.
0: I did look over at the screen once or twice on the side of the stage. So the stage is just a straight stage and then they have jumbotron type screens on either side yep. of the stage. And that's mainly for the people in the seats. And then when you get out to the lawn there's so like it's like a circle well yeah cuz you oh. have you have like the the boxes that are above the seats so it makes sort of like a u shape mm-hmm. and then you have like the poles holding up the boxes and the TVs are sort of on the back of those boxes for the people on the lawn to, right. to watch right right um but yeah, I didn't catch myself looking at the screen at all, which was really nice because you were just, you were right there. You didn't have a reason to, you're like right there with the band. It was yeah. great viewing for sure.
1: Yeah. So the best viewing that we've had for sure. Because um, even I remember with Rommstein, even though we were in the box, like I looked at the screen a lot because you couldn't, I couldn't see the stage very well. You probably could, maybe a little bit. More a little than bit. I yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. It was the best viewing that I've had. Now, I mean, We'll get into, was it worth it or not, but the price for the tickets compared to other tickets. it's like Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll get into the pricing for sure. I have my thoughts and I'm sure you have yours, but we'll get into that at the end. Um, but let's, I guess, jump into the music. We talked about the pit being down there. The first act, Ginger, comes up. Yep. And uh, what'd they open with?
1: They opened with Perennial, Call Me a Symbol, Vortex, I Speak Astronomy, Copycat, and they ended with As I Boil Ice.
0: Very short set. Six tracks. Yeah. Um, we saw them at Rockfest where they got 40 minutes.
1: Oh, no. I think at Rockfest they had an hour. Oh, did they? Okay. Yeah. They yeah. had an hour.
0: Yeah. Uh, put on a great show out yeah. there. This was a good show, too. Don't get me wrong. It was, this was yeah. a really good show yeah. for an opener.
1: I'm just glad we got to see them at Rockfest. Yeah.
0: I just wish this was longer for yeah. sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, Put on an awesome show. It was a lot of fun. Um. Yeah. I don't know. It was it was great. We didn't have the sound check guy this time that we did oh. for Rockfest. Well, not
1: when we were there anyways.
0: Uh, yeah, I guess that's fair. He could yeah. have done sound check earlier, but they came out and at Rockfest and did sound check in Ukrainian. So yeah. it was really cool to hear. Yeah. Like, oh, I guess I've never thought about how other people do sound checks. I always assumed it was check one two, you know, that kind of thing like in English, even if you don't speak English, like this is what you do. <laughs> um so that was a cool experience at Rockfest. Didn't get that here, but band comes out and they put on a killer show, for yeah. sure.
1: A lot of people were there to see Ginger, too, which was really cool.
0: I did notice that, yeah, yeah. A lot of people were there to see Ginger. Um, I think some of them that were there to see Ginger also switched out shirts in between. Because I think I saw the same people with the disturb oh, really? shirts on. So I think they oh, went to merch, funny. bought Ginger shirts, wore those for Ginger, and then Sturb came on.
1: Oh, that's interesting. I didn't notice
0: that. Pull on the the Disturbed shirt. Yeah,
1: that's interesting. I just noticed that they... um. There's a lot of people who are like, oh, you should be later on or like later on the bill or like play longer or whatever. Because, I mean, they only played for like 20 some minutes.
0: Yeah, it was really quick. Um, I can't uh, remember if there's much crowd interaction for this or if it was just like we, we're very short. We got to get go, 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 like, go. I think it was like
1: let's go, go sort of thing. So.
0: Yeah, and they, they're doing their tour interesting where they're touring with Disturbed. But then on off days, they go off and do yeah. their own side tour, basically. Yeah,
1: we're seeing them coming up again. Um, I think this
0: will be posted after we see them.
1: Yes, it will be, yeah. So, so yeah, by the time we see, see this, we're going to see them again. In <laughs> so, Milwaukee,
0: yeah, which yeah. will be fun.
1: Yeah, so it'll – and that's a headlining show. Right. So that's even longer than rock, uh, Rockfest. Hopefully. I'm wondering to see how that one's going to be oh, compared to Rockfest. To
0: I think it's going to be about the same. Yeah. Um, We'll see what the set list is. I can't remember. We added everything from Ginger on our set list. I think there may have been one song on here that wasn't at Rockfest. Oh, okay, okay. Um, that I added either that or I forgot to add it for Rockfest. I can't remember, but. also um,
1: well, we use Setless FM, so it could be somebody missed it. On the or or
0: something. exactly, something like that, Yep. But yeah, killer set. Um, really enjoyed it.
1: Yeah, I enjoyed being so close to the stage here, too, because for Rockfest, we were kind of, well, we were under one of those fans. Yeah, yeah, it was hot. So we were, like, back always, uh, where this was really cool to be um, really close to the stage and be able to like see them and see them perform and yeah uh i think it was their bassist really reminded me of uh bloodywood's bassist like with the energy that was given oh really yeah and i was just like (laughs) i can't remember what the bloodywood bassist name is but i was like man they could like really just like jam together and like they just have the same energy and the same movement not same movements but like similar movements yeah yeah. like that i was just like oh they could really get together and jam and it would be really cool
0: no, yeah, it, we were right in front of the bases, so it was really cool to see, like very, like you said, a very up close and like see the movements and the energy that they they brought and yeah. everybody else. I can't remember if they switched sides every now and then with the guitar. I think I the think guitar so. came over a couple times, but mainly the, it was the so. bases. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, yeah, like I said, great. Great set for how short it was. Can't wait to see them here in a couple weeks uh, live. Yeah, like obviously live, live. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> but as a as a headliner. As a headliner, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I guess that's it for Ginger. Unfortunately, like not unfortunately, just super short. Then we get into Breaking Benjamin. Um, what was what did we have for their their set?
1: Yeah. So they started with Failure, Breath, Until the End, Red, Cold River, Polyamorous. Blow Me Away, Simple Design, Follow, Sooner or Later, So Cold, Dance with the Devil, I Will Not Bow, and they ended with The Diary of Jane.
0: Yeah, um, we saw them for the first time last year at Upheaval. At Upheaval, yeah. Uh, I felt like this was a slightly different set. I don't, like there are a lot of songs I don't.
1: Yeah, I forgot I was going to look at their set last year. Sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I was going to say, I think we're almost ready to say the same thing. Like, I felt like when we saw them last year, I knew a lot more of their songs, but that was a festival show where this is like a touring show. So maybe the set list was all uh, different. But I mean, I knew a few of the songs, but but maybe only like three.
0: Yeah, that's the same thing I was thinking. Like, the, you know, Dance of the Devil, I Will Not Bow, and Diary of Jane, and So Cold, you know, how they ended their set. Yeah. Definitely their main laser music that we would hear. But
1: the first. Part of the set is like, I don't remember those songs.
0: I really don't either. And I don't really listen to yeah, Breaking Benjamin that often. It's usually when they're, they're on the radio.
1: Yeah. And it was a, another time where I kind of, not felt left out, but like since we don't listen to them or we don't seek them out, I should say, Um, a lot of people were having a lot more fun than we were, <laughs> I guess. I don't even know how to say that, but you know, where you can like sing along with the music or like, you yeah. know, when like a part's going to come or something like that. And for us, where we don't really know the songs, it's like we're just standing there enjoying the music.
0: Yeah, there were a couple so. women in front of us who were definitely getting into it a lot more than we were. Right, right. Um, one of them got a pick uh, that got thrown out to him, and I remember her like, jumping down real yeah. quick to grab it, and like, oh, my God, I got one, I got one.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, I ended up getting one, too. Yeah. yeah. I think you got it. I felt that one hit me in the shoulder, and it <laughs> sort of like rolled down my arm.
1: Yeah, and then you put your foot on it.
0: Did I this time? Yeah, you remember. did. Okay. Yeah, you
1: put your foot on it, and then I grabbed it from under your foot. Yeah. We kind of learned that from...
0: Metallica, like if you see one, just like that's sort of my go to. Yeah. I'm not in the mood to like jump yeah. down and I didn't <laughs> have
1: to fight anybody for this one like I did at Metallica where I was yeah. like, get your hand off my fucking
0: husband's foot. <laughs> um <laughs> But yeah, felt that one. I didn't feel as hard as I did the pop evil one we yeah, got earlier. Right. Like that one right. actually like flung it was like a like thump. Like
1: that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That
0: one f- like yeah. I felt that one a little bit more, a little more force behind that one. But yeah. Um that was cool. The set design also was sort of just this straight in a line. Yes. Um.
1: Everybody had their spot in a line. Yep. Yeah.
0: And you had like your LED screens behind yeah. and your center of so you had like LED screens, a center block that the drum kit was on, and then more LED screens on the other side. So kind of like split. Right. So the drum was in the middle. Right. But I think it had a little LED under it as well. Yeah.
1: Yeah. They had really cool imagery or like movie type things playing. Um. On the background, because like there was like a, oh gosh, I, I wrote them down. Sorry, I knew <laughs> I knew that we weren't gonna record for a long time, so I took a few notes. Um, so like they had um, a Japan background with cherry blossoms. Oh yeah, um, yeah, I forgot about that. That was the first one, um, and then they had like angel wings. Which on that one, it so the image on the back kind of fades into the band or fades out the band playing and there was a moment where I was like what is on his head like because I was like I didn't realize that it was like fading out to like um I don't know his name but the lead singer um so like when it was fading out like I was like there's something on his head like what is that and then I realized it's him covering the mic and then he had a water bottle behind him that looked like it was coming out of his head (laughs) so I I just felt so dumb once I realized that. Like, oh, it's just how the image is coming about. Benjamin. Oh, his name is Benjamin? <laughs> well, now I feel stupid.
0: But, you know, those Angel Wings, I saw that too, and it was like, oh, that's your cover of one of your albums. Um, and oh, clear enough, it is. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, I don't know their albums very
1: well. That's the one. Like, I know their logo, but.
0: Yeah. That's the one album cover I know of theirs. I've seen it a lot. Was that from, like, 2009? It's... Older? I don't know when. It's early. Oh. It's when they first started coming around, I think.
1: Probably older than that even.
0: 2006. Oh. That one is from their album Phobia. And then the We Are Not Alone album. Those are the two album covers of theirs that mm-hmm. are like, oh, I know those. I know oh, what yeah. that band is yeah. based on just those two. Yeah. Um, Dark Before Dawn is another one of theirs that I think is newer that I've seen a lot. But like those are the three main covers of theirs that I know. But the Angel yeah. Wings for sure coming in and out. I saw that I was like, oh, that's your that's your album. That's yeah. what you're doing. There I didn't I didn't realize
1: that while it was happening, so um, I stopped taking notes after that. <laughs> but um, it gets to the point where like I don't want to be just on my phone all the time typing. So yeah. I'm like, I'm just gonna listen. But there is one, and I don't know what song it is. Maybe it's the Cold River um, or Red Cold River or something song. But it was like a movie where or like a production where like I Priest is like leading, I'm guessing a prisoner with like a stone, and I'm assuming he's gonna drop it in the river and then oh, kill himself. Oh, I forgot about that. Do you that. remember that one? Yeah. But that, I don't remember the music to that song at all. I was so focused on what was going on. Like I was like, oh, I wanna know what happens. Yeah, <laughs> I forgot. Like about I'm that. assuming that's what was happening. Is that like, must be like the music video? Yeah, that they're playing that's what I'm wondering. There. Yeah, because it's like, um, yeah, like the prisoner is carrying this stone that's. Um, attached to him obviously and then i kind of like looked away at the end but i'm wondering if he like drops it in the river and then basically kills himself
0: yeah Um, yeah i don't know i'll have to try to see what What there. but you Um, remember that too i do now that you mentioned it yeah
1: yeah that's the last one that was like really in my mind that i remember like uh, as movie imagery or whatever there's probably more but Um, i try to focus on the band a lot but that one i was like too much.
0: In addition to, like, the LED screens, there's also, like, just the the smoke sort of... what I don't know what those are called, like, the smoke cannon type things. Yeah. Uh, shooting off, but...
1: But they're on the back of... Or was that with Disturbed? No, it was with Disturbed. Oh,
0: okay. Um, on the back of the drum kit. Yeah. But very cool, simple set design for sure. I, I did enjoy their yeah. set design.
1: I do remember the them all in one line, and I was just like, I don't know if I like that. Like yeah. Like, I'm just all in a line where I like it better where there's, like, the energy and they're moving around and everything,
0: so. There was a little bit of moving around, but it definitely wasn't as much. It was sort of like, this is my spot, this is where I stand, yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: But it was a great set, and, I mean, a lot of people were really, really into it. Uh, Again, like I said, like, I was kind of, felt not out of it, um, not included, because we didn't know those songs as well.
0: So, to me, Breaking Benjamin falls into, like, that radio metal radio laser music that we call it right where breaking benjamin shine down pop evil are like the three for me that when i hear them they all sound somewhat similar but different enough and i guess even three days grace can fall into that category right yeah where they're they sound similar enough but different enough yeah that sometimes i'm like "Ah, who is this again yeah like if
1: you hear it without knowing the song
0: yeah and You know, they all kind of came around the same time in the mid-2000s, right? And that's about the time I started getting into metal and rock music as well. My own, sort of doing my own journey. And I remember when they came out, I was like, I hate these guys. They're always on the radio. It's it's the poor man's metal music. It's kind of shit music. Fuck these guys. This is stupid. I'm tired of this on... Play Slipknot. Play something good. Play something heavy. Where's <laughs> yeah. the Lamb of God? Why is that not on the radio? Right. Um, so I was kind of jaded for a long time, and like, these guys suck. But we've seen Three Days Grace several times now. We're gonna see them again. Yeah. We've seen Breaking Men now a couple times. Shine Down only once. Pop Evil a couple times. And every time I go to these shows, I have a blast. I really right. do. Right. Like it's so much fun. Um, my younger like high school angsty self of being like. Fuck you, this isn't real music. Was just an idiot. Like this is fun. It's it's not my normal metal music. It's not the metal music I like the most, but it's definitely the metal music still and metal like in music I still enjoy. Yeah. And they put on great shows and they put on a good show here too.
1: Yeah, I would agree. It's and I think I said this earlier in the when we started Breaking Benjamin. It's not a band that we seek out, but when we do hear it, we do enjoy it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm not turning the radio off when it comes on. Um for sure. Uh, and seeing them live if they do their own headlining show here soon. Oh, yeah. Here I in Chicago. Them. I'd definitely go check that yeah. out.
1: Yeah. I did look at last year's set when we saw them at um, Upheaval. Upheaval versus here. And Upheaval, they had a lot off of their uh, Phobia and uh, We Are Not Alone album. Where okay. this one, they had some off of We Are Not Alone and Phobia, but then they... Sprinkled in the other albums, yeah. So it makes sense because, like, when we actually listened to them on the radio, it was more those two albums versus we haven't. I mean, since we moved from Iowa, obviously, we don't listen to the radio anymore. And, um, but so they had some later stuff that we don't, we just don't know. So I think that's why upheaval, we felt like we knew a lot more of the songs, (laughs) yeah, for sure,
0: yeah. Um
1: but they're on our set list now, so or our uh playlist on Spotify, so we'll definitely have them sprinkled in there.
0: <laughs> so f- funny thing, I we I knew we were going to see Disturbed. Uh we had already seen them at Hogfest this year. Uh and knew we were seeing Ginger, saw them at Rockfest. Yeah. Uh both of them headlining like set lists basically, because Disturbed headlined, Ginger played forty minute set. So we had both of those on this year's playlist already. So the day before I'm like Disturbs on there for last year. So was Breaking Benjamin. But they never come up when I play last year's playlist oh. on shuffle. Yeah. So I listened to last year's playlist. First fucking song, Breaking Benjamin. Because <laughs> I don't like listening to the music the day of yeah. from a band. And yeah. this was the day of the show. So I was like, skip. Play a couple songs. Disturbs on. Skip. Play a couple songs. Uh, Breaking Benjamin's on. I think I text you yeah, later you on. Like, yeah, you did. I've been listening to this, and I've skipped through three Brank and Benjamin, three Disturbed songs. What I have not heard yet is Metallica, Lamb of God, Ghost, Wage War. Like, Wage War's on there twice because we saw their acoustic set and a normal set.
1: Yeah, so you see it or hear it a lot.
0: No Three Days Grace. like, how the fuck does Spotify know I'm going to this show tonight, and why is it queuing up this shit for me? I wonder
1: if it does know that there's a show in your area, so then it's like... Listen to this. Listen Maybe. to this. Listen to this. Even though it's on our playlist, I wonder if it still has like that in the algorithm. Maybe it could. I've never noticed that before. Like l- listening to the playlist done.
0: But I had to skip through a lot of Breaking Benjamin just because I don't like listening yeah. to it the yeah. day of. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I thought that was kind of funny when that popped up. But speaking of Disturbed, let's get into uh, their set list. They yeah. were the headliner. Um yep. And
1: we've already talked about this uh, set list. <laughs> yes, we have. Because I believe it's the exact same as when we saw them at. Or at Hogfest. Even the same order. I think so.
0: All right. Well, yeah. what was it then?
1: So it's Hey You, Stupefy, Ten Thousand Fists, Prayer, Are You Ready, Bad Man, A Reason to Fight, and then they had a guitar solo, with then followed by Land of Confusion, The Vengeful One, followed by a drum solo, The Game, The Sound of Silence, Indestructible, The Light. And there was a bass solo before the um, end of their uh, main set of Stricken. And then the encore was Unstoppable, Down with the Sickness, and Inside the Fire. And I believe it's exactly the same as Hogfest, minus uh, the bass solo and the guitar solo.
0: Yeah, I think you said that when we got in the car. You said it's it's the exact same set list. But the transition between Reason to Fight and Land Confusion yes. was better with the so guitar. much better.
1: So, a Reason to Fight um, came out in 2019 with their um, Evolution album, and it's basically like like, um, like anti-suicide. How do you say that?
0: I think it is an anti. I take it as an anti-suicide song because I interpret it as you're going through depression, you're going through your demons, your struggles you need to find your reason to fight yeah. to keep moving forward don't let these things drag you down enough or drag you down too far because it's happened to so many people in the past and they had reasons to fight but they just let their they didn't let their demons the, the demons just sort of took over
1: right right and it's also like um at the end there's the line where it's like i will be your reason to fight like if you need a reason like come to me is that in thing. the song? It is, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay, yeah. it's, like, the last one. It's, like, I'll be your reason to fight. Okay. Yeah. So, um, but during this, when we saw them with at Hogfest, um, I didn't know that David had been struggling, so it was a big uh, shocker to me. And then I'm, like, you know, then I went to Chris Cornell and Chester, and I was just, like, oh, my gosh, like, there's another one that we could lose because yeah. of the demons of depression. And so at Hogfest, though, they were... I mean, I'm sure it was under a more strict time, and it's not their own set. It's, like, they're playing for Hogfest. And so, like, immediately after A Reason to Fight got done, like, David was crying. A lot of people were crying. I was crying. And then they immediately go into Land of Confusion. And it was hard for me to... I like that song. That was probably one of my first songs that I heard of theirs on the radio. Oh, go ahead. No, I was just
0: saying, that's the word. David came out and said like and but when the reason fight got over, then he said like I was struggling. Yes, I almost yep. and then it, yeah. yeah, okay
1: Yeah, yeah. So there was that little part of gotcha. like, you know, um I was struggling um in February, I had some stuff happen where, you know, like I almost joined them. Yeah and yeah. he did mention like Chris Cornell and yeah. Chester and so like it was very emotional at that moment. And then um but then the band comes out and like goes directly into Atlanta Confusion and Like I said, like, I like that song. Like, it was one of the first songs on the radio that I remember them playing. Um, And, I mean, besides, like, 10,000 Fists and stuff that I really got into. But it was hard for me to be into that song during Hogfest because of that transition. Or there was no transition or whatever. Uh, Where this, I mean, granted, I was probably a little bit more prepared for that little um, bit or whatever that happens. But then they come out with... um, the guitar solo by Dan and then it goes into land. kind of led into Atlantic Yeah, position. so yeah. it kind of gives that little break of like this yeah. emotional part into okay, let's get back into the fun music again.
0: Yep, yeah. And that was definitely here too um being so close seeing David break down even here was like oh shit it was it was tough to watch. Yeah. Yeah. Um but it it was good that like came up in to like show everyone that hey, it doesn't matter what somebody's life looks like. Right. Like they're a music star, they're traveling the world, they've got so much money, like all of these other things, right? Of uh your life is perfect. How the hell are you struggling type right. thing? Where right. I like think a
1: lot of people look at it that way of like, you have all the money. You have everything. Like what's what could be wrong with your life?
0: So to have him come out and open up like that was super awesome. Yeah. To yeah. see like just to like reemphasize like everybody has these struggles. So is this right. where they also do, like, the, if you struggle with depression or know somebody that does raise your hand yes. type thing? Yep. Okay. Yeah. And then, yeah. like, have you look around, like, everybody's fucking hands up.
1: Yeah. 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 Which, the person in front of us, like, the two ladies that she was with, like, rose their hand, but she didn't raise her hand. I'm like, wait, are you not understanding what this means? Like, <laughs> if they have their hands up, that means you should have your hands up because you know them. Yeah. So, but,
0: whatever. I don't know. I shouldn't judge anybody. But. Also, like, it, it could be. I don't like to share that aspect. Yeah, the, I don't Like, true. even that little thing of, like, I do. Yeah. Like, I don't. Yeah. 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 Um, but going backwards just a yeah, little bit. G- yeah. Getting into how the set opened with Hey You. Sure. Um, they drop the curtain like they always do for headliners to, like, sort of build up their set. They even do the same thing for Breaking Benjamin, right? You drop the curtain with, like, the band's logo. And you um, build the set for them. So then when the, the curtain drops boom, cool, sets reveal, bands reveal, cool thing. Um, same thing they did at Hogfest, where it's just a white screen, no logos, no nothing, and when they come out, it gets dark, and then you see, like, flashes of, like, circle lights, and then you see the silhouettes of each band member, like, playing an instrument, or David's coming out with his hands up, and, and you see, like, Mike with his, like, hands up, getting ready to like, hit the cymbals yeah. and shit. Yeah. Um, so for sound check, it made me laugh because they also had their light check where a <laughs> guy went to every single light and stood there while they turned them on. To and make like,
1: sure that the shadow was correct.
0: Yep, this is right. You. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was funny because um, we had seen it before. We knew what was going to happen. It's like, oh, I've never seen a light check before. <laughs> um, but yeah, then they came out to Hey You. Uh which is fine. I still think Are You Ready is a better opener for Me them. Too. I Me think too. Me too. So much. That should yeah. open their set. But
1: Hey You is off at De- uh, Divisive, which is their newest album, so it kind of makes sense. But I hope that when they get back to where they're not touring for this album, unless they make a better, like, so opening song, I really think that Are You Ready is so much better.
0: I do too. It, for an opener, like, it's, like, Are You Ready? The night's about to start. Yeah. You're about to have a lot of fun. Like, yeah. let's go. Let's have some yeah. fun. Let's, are you ready for this? Yeah. I, I... I think that's perfect for an opening song. Hey You is fine too, don't get me wrong. Of the two, though, I do think Are You Ready is so much better. Yeah.
1: I get the whole, because of how the beat goes for the lights, Hey You makes sense, how they want to do the imagery of like the white with the lights in the background, because it is like kind of like. Yeah, yeah. So it kind of makes sense for that. But yeah, Are You Ready. I mean, I remember seeing them in 2019. I think it was on like three or four times in 2019. Three Something times. Something like that, yeah. Um, and I was like, this is probably always going to be their opening song. So
0: I thought so, too. Like, yeah. uh, with Lamb of God, Memento Mori, I think that's the perfect yeah. opening song. Should always yeah. open their set with yeah. that, regardless of what comes out. Unless something comes out better, which I don't think there will be. Yeah. That's a perfect opening track. Yeah. Just like for Disturbed, the perfect opening track is Are You Ready?
1: Yeah. By the time they got to Prayer, which is their fourth song, I realized that it's going to be exactly the same. I definitely saw them at Hogfest, yeah. And I don't know what it is, because there's a lot of bands I can see their concert. Maybe it's just because Disturbed, I know all their songs. But by, like, Disturbed, I can kind of, like, remember what songs been played and, like, what hasn't been played. And I don't know. So when I was going through it, I'm like, this is exactly the same as Hogfest. Which, cool, whatever. Like, they did Hogfest kind of on their tour. So it's, it's kind of like a scene. They're set twice. Or they're... They're, yeah, they're set twice, like they're two or twice.
0: I mean, yeah, exactly the same as Hogfest. Um Even the set design, exactly the yep. same. The same lights yep. where they're sort of like the three layers of vertical or horizontal lights yeah. that would rotate move, yeah, so up and down. Look. So like one side would go up, so they're like at an angle. Yeah. yeah And they there's like two of them, one on either side and then like three sections. And they make these yep. like W's and these weird like little... Not weird shapes, just like angled Yeah, different shapes, shapes. yeah. yeah. And that's where your lighting's on as well. The one notable difference here is, so below those, the lights hang. And then above, there was pyro. Yeah, yeah,
1: a lot of pyro. (laughs) And,
0: like, pyro all night long. Like, you had a strip of pyro going across the top, and then you had, like, the cannons that shot pyro up and out at angles. So much fucking pyro. Yeah. Did not have that at Hogfest. They had it here. It was fucking awesome.
1: Yeah, which I guess is kind of cool to have it at an amphitheater so you could have it because if you're in the city of Chicago, well, maybe at United Center you could do it.
0: I So, yeah, I think there's some venues you can definitely do it. Yeah,
1: but, like, say it was at Aragon, which they would not be at Aragon because they sell out probably, but you wouldn't have that.
0: I don't think you'd have pyro there. Any, like, older theater, you would probably not have pyro. Outdoor stadiums, uh, Wrigley, Soldier,
1: yeah, Northern Ireland would have it.
0: Northern Ireland. Um, I guess Sox Stadium, a guaranteed rate, yeah. is never outdoors. Seen a show there, I've never so. seen a show there. So yep. they could probably have pyro. United Center, I would assume, would have pyro because it's a newer stadium. Yeah. Trust Arena, I would hope, would have pyro. But nobody yeah. ever fucking plays there for some reason. Yeah. I don't get it. Right. Um. So I think there's a few places here in the city for sure that would have pyro. Yeah. But.
1: I was giving a plus for being at the. Amphitheater that we hate so much.
0: But no, I agree. That did help, too, that they could do pyro. Um, Yeah. And like we said, it was more or less, there's maybe one or two songs I noticed where they didn't have it, but that was on all night long for the entire set. Yeah.
1: There was a moment between Breaking Benjamin and Disturbed. It was a cooler night, like 60s, probably.
0: It was cooler, yeah. Yeah,
1: which it was crazy because we came off of
0: 90s. The week before was... Hundreds. We saw Guns N' Roses, and it was 117 real feel when we saw yeah, that. Yeah, like heat index, yeah. And then this one was probably at 70, so it was like a 40-degree change. Yeah, yeah almost attempt. 50
1: degrees probably after after the sun went down. Yeah. But I remember there was a moment where I was like, I'm ready for the pyro. Because like, I knew that there was going to be a lot of pyro, because I've seen the pictures and stuff of other oh, people okay. going to see the show. Um, that's a bad thing about Disturbed. I follow so many things about Disturbed. I kind of know what's happening. But um, I was like chili like i'm ready for the pyro
0: see i don't follow that so i did this was a surprise to me yeah. i was not anticipating this much pyro yeah. from them yeah. um
1: and then we were at, you were editing the vlog for Hogfest, because that's how yeah. far behind we are on those um and that's when we noticed because you're watching like the footage or like seeing the pictures or whatever and we're like wait those are the same
0: lights just so i knew they pyro. were the same lights when they oh played. did you notice yeah because i was gonna bring that up and then okay. you i think you were re-watching it before because i have finished the vlog you're watching it for an edit uh, that's probably gonna get posted tonight when we reco- after we're oh, recording. Probably. Yeah. Um, so it'll be posted before this goes up. This will be posted yeah. before this goes up. Yeah. yeah. So check but that, that you out. Were wa- watch- <laughs> that. <laughs> but you were watching that and you're like, wait, are those the same lights? I was like, yes, I was gonna bring that up yeah. when we record. Yeah. Um But yeah, no. I Well, I'm sorry
1: to s- steal your thunder. No, there. no, it's
0: all good. Um yeah, I remember liking the set design for Hogfest. Um and I kind of remember there not being any pyro. I don't know if there was for Sound of Sirens Silence. They normally like light the guitar, not guitar, the the piano. The on piano, fire. yeah. They may have done that here. I just I can't remember honestly. At, At Hogfest? Hogfest, yeah.
1: At Hogfest, they may have. Um, I do think that uh, during um, the last song, um, Inside the Fire, Inside the Fire. I think had some pyro, but it definitely wasn't the same as, um, the entire back. Yeah. Lit up and maybe we could find a picture of that or something and put it in because it is a really cool shot yeah. of like the entire stage just lit up in
0: pyro. Yeah, a lot of cool things. Pyro was awesome for sure. Um, what other standouts? Then I guess like the drum solo, we saw that at Hogfest. I think I was talking to you a while ago. I can't remember when I was talking to you, but I was like, we don't see drum solos yeah, anymore. I think
1: that was in like three or four episodes ago, so okay. whatever show that was. Um, oh, it was during um Gojira. Oh, okay. Because he, like, holds up the sign, like, I can't fucking hear you. Yeah, that's you. right, I forgot. Yeah. yeah, and that's when, during that, you were like, oh, they don't do drum solos. I'm like, well, Disturb does, and... You, you like, went off uh, and you, like,
0: listed off everything we saw, it's like, all right, maybe they do do drum yeah. solos. <laughs> yeah, But I do remember the Hogfest one, because it was May the 4th, yeah. Star Wars Day, and yeah. Mike yeah. comes out in, like, a Boba Fett helmet. Yeah. And drums in that. That was kind of yeah. cool. Yeah. But, but...
1: But I don't think I've ever seen um, John do a bass solo.
0: I'm trying to remember if we have, yeah. Like,
1: I mean, we've seen them probably 10 times or more. Yeah. Um, and I don't, that's not coming to mind anyways, that they've done that. So that's really cool to do, or to see that as
0: well. That was a cool part too. Um, but other than that, it was just a, a standard Disturbed show. Yeah. Um,
1: what about the light? Did you, so the light um, during that, um, it's when David sings the lyrics like, um, darkness will show you the light, yeah, or yeah. can show you the light. Uh, You're supposed to hold your phone up. And like, did you look around at all to see? I did a
0: little bit, not a whole lot here. Uh, There were quite a bit of people with their Um, cameras up.
1: I should have looked around more because in a stadium, I think that's really cool because like it's on all sides and then all around and stuff. But when you're in the pit, it doesn't look that cool because basically you're like four rows back (laughs) or you know what I mean? Like you're really close. But um, if you looked around, maybe I I just. Behind us, it was pretty cool. If yeah. you looked around. So, yeah. like,
0: from the band's perspective, for sure, it would have been really cool to see. Yeah. Um,
1: I just yeah. didn't know what it would look like in the amphitheater.
0: Yeah. Um, Anything else to talk about here, real quick?
1: No, I think, I mean, the not- most notable thing about this tour is they don't end with Down with the Sickness. They um, don't, yeah. They so. have I mean, I knew that going into Hogfest that they didn't end with Down with the Sickness because, like I said, like, I follow so much stuff that people talk about it, obviously. So, um, I knew they w- didn't end with that, but um, I think this is the first time that we've seen them where they don't end with... Or the first year that we've seen them where they don't end with Down with the Usually that's their
0: closer, yeah, but yeah. it's now Down with the Sickness and then Inside the Fire, yeah. at least on this tour. Yeah, yeah. Um, As I said, pretty standard Disturbs set. We've yeah. seen them, as you said, of many, many times already. Yeah, I think so. that
1: we've seen them the most. Is so. that number Avatar? I can't remember. I think that it's that
0: them then Avatar, yeah. yeah. And... Even though it was a standard Disturbed set, the pyro aspect of this for the entire show, I felt like this is probably one of the better shows I've ever seen of yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. I am trying to figure out why, but no, I think it was the, the pyro. pyro aspect.
1: Yeah. Um. I know I told you when we left that this is the most enjoyable, enjoyable Disturbed show that I have seen since 2019, because it got to the point where when like when we saw them at Upheaval last year, granted we were very sick with COVID and we didn't know at the time it was COVID, (laughs) but we just thought we were like super hungover or tired. Uh, But that was not that enjoyable to me. We weren't in the crowd and I was just like, it's disturbed. When we saw them at Hogfest again, I was like, it's disturbed. But now seeing them, and that's the only time we've seen them since 2019 is Hogfest. I think so, yeah. And Upheaval. Um, And then uh, this one, um, I saw them, and I'm like, okay, we're back at a Disturbed show. <laughs> like, you know, I, I was getting to the point where, because Disturbed was my first band that I saw, my first band that I fell in love with, and, like, was like, oh, my God, it's Disturbed. I have to see every single show that they ever do. Um, and, but I felt like I was getting to the point where I didn't enjoy going to see Disturbed anymore because I'm like, eh, it's an okay show, but it's not the best. I've seen many, I mean, we've seen many, many concerts since then, and I'm just like... It's not the best, but to your point, it could be the pyro. It could be like the effects that are going on and stuff that really bring the show. So compared to just seeing them play on a stage, you know, it really does bring it. Bring it.
0: Yeah, I don't. I'm trying to figure that out too. Of like this, this was the best show for sure of the last few years that we've seen. Going back to 2019, we saw them in Rosemont at the United, not the United Center, Allstate Arena. Uh, that was a pretty good show. Yeah. I do remember enjoying that show a lot. I think this was probably better than that show. Um, even though it was at a, a venue we hate, Tinley Park. And then we saw them at the release party, the release show for... That's my favorite show. That was a really good show. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that was
1: at the Vic Theater. I think there was probably only a 1,000 or th- so tickets. Very small. They sold, yeah.
0: they sold it out. So whatever the Vic holds, that's yeah. what they had. yeah. Um, and then, like, going back to the earlier, you know, shows in Iowa when we were coming up, um, maybe the Waterloo show. Waterloo.
1: Yeah, that was a really, really cool show. Um, yeah.
0: Was up there. But this this is up there with those four shows for sure. Yeah. Maybe even beating out that Rosemont show. So probably number the third best Disturbed show I've seen. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what it was. I don't know if it was a pyro. I just thought it was an amazing show, even though we saw the exact same show. Yeah. At Hogfest, this was one was better. Different. I don't understand yeah. why, yeah. but there's think, something there.
1: I think the pyro did make a big difference. Or it's where we were positioned. Because even for Hogfest, we were pretty close, but we weren't like four rows back. or like
0: Yeah, and that kind of gets close. into the pit aspect. Like the pit was super fucking cool to be in. I yeah. really enjoyed yeah. Tinley Park. This it time almost
1: around. seems like no matter where you are in the pit, you don't need to be on rail. You're so close anyways, yep. but it's like you're right there. Like I really enjoyed it too. And I, I have to say, I mean, it's pricey. To be in the pit, I think it was one, fifty 150 150, plus. Yeah, plus your fees. Plus all your fees and stuff. So it was like almost two hundred dollars a ticket. Well, it was two hundred dollars a ticket basically. Um, well, 180. 180, 190 Yeah, I guess. Anyways, whatever. Um, you know, by the time you do like gas and parking and all that shit, it's over two hundred dollars a ticket. Um, so you know, it is very very pricey. So to go see a show here, it has to be somebody that we absolutely want to see. and not just like. Eh, they're going there, so let's go see them, sort of thing. I
0: thought the same thing. Uh, I think the only time I would come back out to Tenley Park would be for a pit. I, I'm only going to see a show there in the yeah. pit. And I, I was thinking about that, and maybe there's some caveats. There are some bands that are more loungy, and you'd like to watch them from a lounge, like just sitting on the lawn. Like they'd be a good lawn band. Right. Um, none that are metal come to mind, really. It's more of like the. Alternate rock, indie kind of rock stuff. Apocalyptica. Yeah, I guess watch. so. Because
1: I, I think it would be really cool just to like kind of sit back and listen to. But I like seeing, like Apocalyptica, I like seeing the basses and right. stuff. So I think it would be like when we saw The Who sitting on the lawn where I'm like.
0: You want to be there because you want to see the instruments. You, you want to see, see what they're the, doing,
1: yeah. yeah. Yeah, but for the energy, yeah, a lot of metal bands, I'd be like, like yeah. I don't want to just sit back and listen.
0: So if I ever do go, if we ever do go back, I would say only if we get pit tickets. Yeah. But it is pricey and it's like, fuck this. This is stupid. So
1: that's like one a summer,
0: maybe. If that. Like I'm also, f- like we we talked about in the past of like, all right, they announced, because everybody who does summer tours always oh, plays these fucking amphitheaters. Yeah. I hate the amphitheaters so much. Stop playing these fucking places.
1: Yeah. For example, Rob Zombie was there. We drove to Iowa to see Rob Zombie. Uh. That was after the show.
0: It was after the show, and it was 127 for a ticket. Jumping oh, ahead so it's that. almost the same. With driving and hotel and everything, sure. Yeah. I think that price is outrageous for Iowa. Uh, for Iowa, yeah. Yeah, that's um, outrageous.
1: But who was it? Was it Slipknot that we went in, all the way to Denver to see?
0: So, yeah, that's the thing. I was, I was saying it's like these summer tours, they're going to keep coming to these shithead yeah. like, amphitheater, amphitheater yeah. venues. So,
1: and look at how many. Okay, so not just Disturbed, but a lot of bands have had to cancel their shows because of the extreme heat this summer. Or bad weather. Yeah. Because they're in these amphitheaters. Where if you don't schedule these Live Nation amphitheaters, listen up, don't schedule Live Nation <laughs> amphitheaters, then you wouldn't have to cancel your shows because of heat or yeah. bad weather.
0: And that's the thing. Like, when they announce it, not only because of that, but when they announce all these shows, it's summertime, you know they're going to play these venues. We do look to say, all right, well, which ones are not the amphitheaters? Yeah. yeah. And it's Denver, it's Grand Rapids. Are the two that we found are consistently not in the amphitheaters. Yeah. And they will travel to those locations yes. and spend more money doing it, but have we time. have a better experience yeah. while we're there. Yeah. Um, and I'd rather spend more money to have a better experience than go be pissed off that I am sitting on a fucking lawn and watching a metal show.
1: Yeah. Now, that is one thing about, I don't know if all the amphitheaters do it, but like Tenley Park has like a $200 lawn package where I think you can see all the shows for $200. There's probably caveats. There's like probably. If like this Blackout sells Bates. out. Yeah, yeah. there's probably something. But I think if we lived closer to that, we would definitely purchase that, and then, like, hey, it's a Tuesday night. We have nothing going on. Let's go see some live music.
0: We talked about that with Guns N' Roses, where we're, like, we saw them at Wrigley for $25. Yeah. The 400 the very last section in the house, hot as fuck. We didn't know that buying the tickets. <laughs> right, spider written dropping from the ceiling all over the place. It was horrible. Um we moved. <laughs> the sound kind of sucked, but yeah. at the same time it's 25 bucks. Yeah. And we're in a seat there too watching the screen. So like what's the difference than going to Tinley Park? Yeah. Um for us I think it's the drive. As the you drive, said yeah. if we were closer. Yeah. That's not a bad deal really. 200 bucks or whatever it costs for yeah. every single summer show there. Yeah. Um
1: like there was somebody messaging us says, oh, on Instagram while we were there, and they were there, too. They actually, I think, were at Soundgrowler while we were at I think. Oh, like, really? I think so. I think that's how that all happened. But um, anyways, so it was just somebody messaging us and, um, you know, commenting on our posts, and then I was messaging back while in between bands and stuff, and they mentioned that they did live around Tinley Park, so the lawn is fine for them. Yeah. Um, But for us, like, driving out there, I, mean, I don't know. I just, I wouldn't spend the drive out there just to sit yeah. on a lawn and watch a TV screen.
0: I mean, I I think it should all be GA seats, or GA area. Um, like, every know, like show you go to, I think, should be just standing room only. Yeah. Maybe have a few seats for the older folks. Like, we'll be there someday yeah. and need the seats, yeah. too. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, that's how the Vic is. And when you're done, you just go up and you sit down in, yeah. in the seat and enjoy the show from there.
1: Yeah. Like, I think that they could make that pit area so much bigger and take out the first... What is that like the one hundred section yeah. or whatever and make that all pit and then you could have seats behind that and then have the lawn.
0: I think but that'd be better. Um, I I agree, but I mean, it's 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 a business. I under like this yeah. designed this way because they want to sell these yeah. tickets. For well, and parties. it's not
1: only metal shows that are there. Also, there's that. a lot of um country that goes out there and stuff. And I would agree. Like I would not want to watch a country show standing. That's. The whole time. Maybe, but I don't know. I don't know. Like, I'm not a country person. Even so when know. we went to see Billy Joel, though, we had seats and everybody around us was standing the yeah, whole time. Yeah. So it's like, what's the point of buy, paying for a seat if you're just going to stand?
0: It's in between songs, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Um, Anyways. Yeah, the only other thing disturbed-wise, um, I was a little bit disappointed. Why? Even though, it was, like I said, it was one of the, the best shows I've ever seen of them, in 2020, 20 before COVID they were supposed to play there mm. for the 20th anniversary of the sickness. the sickness, yeah. That got canceled for COVID reasons. Um, and I don't think they ever rescheduled that. No. Like the whole celebration for the sickness just sort of stopped. Yeah. Uh, there may have been a couple shows down south I think in 2020. I think I saw one person with like a Disturbed twenty twenty shirt. And it was like it had four dates. So was on this it
1: twenty twenty or twenty twenty one? I can't remember because I know twenty twenty they didn't play any shows. Twenty twenty one they played like four or Maybe five shows. Maybe that's twenty twenty one then. Yeah. Um, because they were supposed to do like upheaval in twenty twenty one and they were supposed to do like Blue Ridge yeah, and yeah. Rockfest, I think. Um, they didn't play those. I don't think, but they did do a few shows. Okay. Um, late twenty twenty one and then twenty twenty two they did the festival circuit and then the share they're doing yeah. their tour.
0: But I mean, this was the. This was the first show, I think, back in the Chicagoland area outside of Milwaukee, which is arguably yes. Chicagoland, even though it's not. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's
1: closer than some suburbs, probably. <laughs> yeah.
0: But your first show back in the Chicagoland, you were supposed to do your sickness, like your breakout album, you're from Chicago. I wanted something more unique, something more special for like your um. home. Yeah,
1: like, and the only special thing was they got the key to Tinley Park.
0: Did they actually get a key or yeah. something? Yeah. Okay. yeah. They did call that out during the, the performance. Yeah. Um, also, for, for the first part of this tour, the Take Back Your Life tour in Canada, every show had a unique oh, show yeah. poster. yeah, They didn't do it for every show. I was like, well, maybe they're going to come to Chicago and do a unique Chicago show poster. They're yeah. like, we're home type thing. So I just wish there was more of that. We're home. We're home, yes. Yeah. yeah. Sort of celebration. So
1: that's true. That's true. They really only mentioned it a couple times too that they were home, or yeah. you know, like, and uh, well, granted, there could be like a college thing or whatever. But a lot of times, Dan's daughter comes out and um, performs with them, or um, yeah, I think it's Dan's daughter, right? Yeah, yeah. She'll yeah. come play the
0: violin during the, um, Sound of yeah, Silence.
1: Yeah. Um, so yeah, like, and she did it. Which again, she could be in college. <laughs> I right, don't know how yeah. old she is. I think she's that age. Um, so I mean, there's like all that stuff that. Wasn't like when they played in Milwaukee. I think she was there. I think she was too. Yeah. Um, or family I, was there. I kind of so.
0: remember him like looking over and like trying to embarrass her, like yeah. doing the normal dad shit would do. Yeah. And like a teenage daughter, would be like Shut "fuck off, I'm working." <laughs> uh.
1: Yeah. But I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I I get what you're saying. Like it was a little disappointing that it wasn't like. Yeah. Chicago, like we're home. Or yeah. Like even for uh, when they played at uh, Chicago Open Air in 2016, they were like. We used to work right down the street from here. Like this yep. was, like our stomping grounds. Like we can't imagine like that. We used to live here, working you know minimum wage jobs, and now we're doing uh, you know pl- back Headlining here playing festival. Yeah, like we're back here playing a festival and like all this shit. And I don't know. I get what you're saying.
0: Yeah, but like I said, still one of the top yeah. disturbed shows I've ever yeah. seen. And uh, now we
1: know how like kind of how to do Tinley Park the way we would find enjoyable. Not saying everybody would, yep. but. Um, it is pricey, um, and we would have to plan out who we would see there. It wouldn't just be anybody.
0: For sure, for sure, it's one of the. I mean, one fifty is still cheaper than a hotel room for a night. So. It is, yeah. Um, but then you got to think,
1: you got to leave work early, got to drive out there. It's
0: still cheaper. <laughs> get
1: I know I'm just saying everything like yeah, yeah yeah you know getting home you're home an hour after the show is over you know so yeah. if it doesn't get over till eleven we're not home till twelve thirty or one
0: yeah I mean it's not the greatest for sure i i still hate this i i love the infrastructure i love the pit but i hate that it's an amphitheater i hate that it's outside yeah. i want to be in an arena i want to see this in like you're an arena band you should be playing yeah in an arena. yeah winter Trust arena is right here in the city right nobody ever fucking plays there i guess it's because it's not owned by live nation or something Probably. i don't know yeah um live nation's a pile of shit um the show though wasn't. The show was awesome. <laughs> uh,
1: They're gonna say go see any show that's not buy by do that. Live, like, Nation. live Nation. Though, I know they own everything. everything. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah. So yeah. Uh, anyway, go see live music. This was awesome. Um, we learned from our experiences. We know how to do this a little better. Uh, not necessarily the happiest about it, but happier than we were going into it for sure. Yes, for sure. Uh, so yeah, go check out live music.
1: Bye.